time. Well, safe and sound now, back in good old 1955. 1955? Oh, my God. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? What about the DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hey, McFly! This is the big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. You're my blood. You're my blood. magical spell does it cast on all who read it? What is the secret of the never-ending story? But that's impossible! You will enter a world where a young boy's imagination Comes a vivid reality. The world of Atreyu and Artax, the Rockbiter, and the good and kind gnome. A world that is vast and eternal, treacherous and dazzling, unforgettable and free. For anyone who's ever made a wish, believed in a fantasy, or had a dream. This is the never-ending story. <laughs> so we're talking about Stranger Things, episode one. We're going to jump right into it. So, what's the name of this first episode? I think we may have talked about it briefly, but didn't right, jump into it. I don't know. What is the name of it? I don't know. What is the name? I don't know. Bill, Will, Will Byers, something like that, right? Is that what it is? I guess. I mean, that would be fitting. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying love, to act like I you love, don't know exactly. This. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's exactly what it is. You're trying to pretend. But yeah, yeah. I know exactly what it is. I've seen the episode of like course. 40 times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous how many times I've seen this, this entire yeah. series. It's ridiculous. It is one of my favorite series, one of my favorite shows. So many layers, so many things. So what is it about this series that just has everyone so enthralled with it? I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Well, I I mean, I I think there's this for me it's the camaraderie. Um yeah. there's that that's always appealing. It's in this little state of innocence where you really believe in your friends and yeah. you know you really you haven't become jaded and um you can you feel like uh this group of people that you're you know you've been playing your with in your upbringing and you play games with on the weekends it's like it's the whole world and it's a wonderful place to be 
Right, right. You know, this is getting safety better. Exactly. Um, the show, you know, does what all these shows do. They're kind of like, you know, the Goonies, for example. They right, do the same right. thing where they threaten the core group with some sort of tragedy or yes. some mystery. And um, then brings it, them together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then they you really, then it really matters, but only because it's, you really know what it is. You know, when I, I was sitting in, uh, I've been watching the show for a while since it came out because I was actually one of the one of the first people that was going out and telling everyone, at least in my little universe, my part of the world, I was like, you've got to see this show. You've got to see mm-hmm. this show. This is so mm-hmm. good. And everybody's like, oh, okay, you know. And they went and started watching. It's like, that is awesome. And then they started telling people and it just spread like wildfire. And I think that same thing probably happened all over the world because it's just like wow this is one little show that we didn't even realize we you know needed and it was just so wonderful you know i was looking at a lot of the characters and especially the uh in the uh, first season the uh, core group you have you know you have lucas you have um you have will you have dustin and you have um Who's, oh, I'm missing someone. Am I missing someone? I'm missing one. Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was looking at all those characters and I'm like, you know what? I can see myself a part of me in each and every one of these characters. Mm. Whether it's Will being sensitive or Dustin being uh, being smart and funny. And then you have Lucas who's really serious at times and he kind of like has, you know, his head on the shoulders. And just and then Mike being almost somewhat of a jerk at at times, but he's he's real he's he's sensitive too, but in a, in a different way than than Will. I don't know if that makes sense, but mm-hmm. I, I can see myself in all these characters. Even I can even see myself in um in um Steve and just mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. not really? that a lot of people <laughs> yeah yeah. Being a little convincing at times, you know, <laughs> and it, it, it's just you know, I just you know, and it's um, Jonathan, you know, Will's brother, you know, I was definitely that during my uh, during my teen years, and I think a lot of people can you know, can really sit back and say, you know, I can see myself in this, it is, and I, and I and really I don't think it matters if you're male or female. There's just something about their personalities that you can, you know, take from, and, and even, you know, even, even the adults, it's like, you know, now being, you know, an adult, you know, sometimes I don't feel that way, but, yeah. you know, even, you know, Jim, and I, I can see myself in him, and then, you know, I don't know if you as, you know, I guess as a mom, I guess, would, would say you could, oh, well, you know what, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, I'm going to let you talk about that, you know, you know what I mean? Well, Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we I think ultimately what you're saying is all the were relatable, and exactly. I completely that's agree. Exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> they're all relatable. I think that that's there's it's very much down to earth, even though it's like this weird universe we go into the upside down and it's like this, this crazy universe. But uh, it doesn't. It's not crazy unless we start from a, a grounded place where everyone's just so normal. Right. right. So everyone's right. just so relatable. Everybody's 
there you know has these in the circumstances these kids are in you can see yourself making the same choices they make as and as the mother you know you see her and you would do the same things if it was your kid missing right Right. at first you would you would blame the brother you know the older brother you were supposed to be looking after him and and you (laughs) you know then you started calling everybody you don't want everybody you don't want them to think you're a bad mom and then panic sets in and you don't really care what anybody thinks anymore um (laughs) yeah right 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 a lot of people a lot of people were saying she was like really frantic and 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 but 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 passionate at the same time in the first season and it's like a lot of people were like okay she was great but she was overacting and then and then we got her in the second and third season and everyone completely just turned on that it's like oh man she was she was great (laughs) you know you know you know and and, i think she was really yeah. yeah, I think she was kind of the heart of it in a lot of ways in that you might think that she was overacting or putting too much into it. But what it was is that she had no chill. Like if your kid is right. missing, uh, right. you know, there's no chill about it. Like, you know, everyone else might try and rationalize or like the kids, they had some distance from like, you know, Will is missing, but he's their friend. Right. Um, right. It's like, you know, and- actually have a true perspective on on things um so they have a kid's perspective on the will exactly. being missing yep. but the one person who has the adult perspective that's all in has to be his mother and even hopper didn't have that you know no even he's, though, well, even i mean he's, he was a father but you know no it's not his kid yes it's not his kid um and and no and even the father you know will's actual father had distance from it and that he wasn't there um he had built a new life somewhere else um the one the adult who you know was all in was mom and um that's how you act if you are there's like no chill about it like i'm not gonna calm down about it like they kept telling her to do like right, i'm right. i'm not calming down um, like, no there's nothing you can say to me right now until no son is home safe there's nothing right. you can say to me we need to figure this out we need to make you know we need to figure out what's going on we need to get him back home and right. i think a lot of people that were saying a lot of that they don't have children so they don't <laughs> understand that passion right they don't well, understand that <laughs> yes and i and i think also you know it's a television show Right. And you know, or not? It's not a television. It's, it's a series. It's a it's a drama series. So, you know, um, there's what people feel find entertaining. Um, so they may not have necessarily found find her um, emotionality particularly entertaining. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Um, not everyone's comfortable with all of that. <laughs> right. Right. They want to get to the point. Like the like the boys, uh, his friends, like Will's friends. Um, you know, they got into their scuffs and they had their feelings, but they were much more engaged in getting a plan to find Will, you know, they, they wanted to, um, you know, figure this out and it became like an adventure in a way for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not an adventure for the mom. She's not going (laughs) to think of this as, you know, some, some crusade to, you know, like a a game to play or, or puzzle. It's like, you know, I can't sleep. My kid's missing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like um, all the different facets of how somebody might react to a missing kid were presented. And yeah. I think that's ultimately what makes all the characters relatable, as you were saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I they were very down to earth. Characters are relatable. Yeah. <laughs> before, I, before I went on this long winded, you know, on characters and everything. Yeah. Like, that was the main point. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and also, you know what really you were talking about, you know, you having to tell people about this show and how great it is. I mean, the first thing that got me about this show was the nostalgia. That was, um, oh. I loved V. Okay. I don't know if you watched the miniseries V. I did. Both, okay, the 80s and the one that came out. Me too. I, I prefer the older one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like the first the opening credits. Mm-hmm. And it's me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You're like, oh my yeah. God, it's me. Yeah. And then you start watching it and you're in a, Steel, a Spielberg movie. It's E.T., it's Goonies. You know what I mean? It's all of it's kind of coming together. Yeah. And you, the nostalgia, you know, if you enjoyed those films you can really appreciate how um the creators were able to make that come back to us in this in you know a little bits and pieces of all these films they even like the you know the little um teen dramas of like the 16 candles and molly ringwald movies even that came in uh, with let me you know you. nancy and you know it, you. yeah that that right there is 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 everything i just anybody that's listening to this episode right now they've just come off me reading the entire book uh stranger things in the 80s the complete retro guide and it talks Mm. about all of those movies and everything in uh complete detail i'm gonna sing you that book i'm gonna sing Mm -hmm. that that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna sing (laughs) yeah i want to yeah i really wanted to get some of your insight because i haven't read the book so what did you what were some of the main takeaways from reading uh, these books uh, in reference to strange yeah things. I've, I've got i've got a couple more to, to dive into a few i've already dived into i've got like 15 of the books so far and it just fills in some of the uh gaps on a lot of the characters and you understand them far more after reading these books mm-hmm. like um there's some uh hinting to it and references to it throughout the entire series where chief hopper he he goes to the big city he, they even say it in the first episode Mm-hmm. He goes to the big city and comes back. He's like, I bet you feel like a real big, you know, big city guy now. You know, and it basically makes all these um, preludes to him having gone and then gone to the big city, losing his daughter and then coming back. Well, that whole story is talked about in, um, in one of the books. It's called Darkness on the Edge of Town. And that's mm-hmm. about his entire uh, his entire story on mm-hmm. how he went to the big city, um, and it talks about just his whole journeys and what he went through and just everything and just his whole life before coming back to uh, Hawkins, Indiana, um, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And there's suspicious minds. I mean, there's just all these other other books, and then there's it talks about um, Max's her whole journey before coming um being in california and coming to um to hawkins indiana and her story whole story behind that and we get some of those flashbacks and everything with her um with her brother billy and Mm -hmm. all of that but we really get into the story of why they are where they are now and why they had to come there and it just fills in a lot of those blanks. And of course, we got all the comic books and you know the graphic novels and everything now that are that are that keep coming out. I think there's like twenty of them now. They're like 
little thick graphic novels. Who's and making they, these? Like, who's writing these books? Who's making them? Um, there's basically um, there's one. There's different authors. There's I, I know there's one. Um, I think her name is uh, uh, Gwenda Bond. She I think she wrote Suspicious Minds, and then there's um, Adam Christopher. Um, as far as what I know, I haven't known a lot of them before a lot of these, but, and then they pretty much are writing, you know, they're taking turns writing a lot of these different books and graphic novels and some of the comics as well. But did they, were they writing, did they write the series? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They, they wrote some, some parts of the series, but they tapped some of them to write just the books, you know, specifically just, the books themselves so that gotcha. that it's like okay they can you know look at the storyline and then they can go back and write exactly you know kind of like fill in some things and just make it interesting and just expand the universe which is what i love it's like i'm, I'm i love the series but let's expand the universe and let's get some some real because um edge of darkness of course that goes back to the um back even further to the uh, 70s and it's just kind of like you know, but you can you can see at the beginning of Stranger Things. I think it begins in '83, and you can see they're still in that that little limbo. And that's one of the things I love about the show too. It's like it's so realistic. It's like we get that first that first um, season, and we still get those you know still vibes of it still being the '70s. And I like the contrast of the families, right? The the two families they're showing them at breakfast. It's like one, they're all sitting down at the table together because they, they're more of a affluent family, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, even the color palettes that they use in their house, it's a little bit more updated than the, uh, the Briar's house, which yeah. everything is more, more muted, darker colors, and everything looks, you know, really old as if it's in the early, from the early 70s. And it's it just, I just, mm-hmm. even their clothes, just the things that they're, using and, the, and just the lighting is different I love all of that right. and some of that shines through in some of the books as well I just mm-hmm. love that <laughs> it's like they paid attention to so much detail and it. it's just like wow because you can see a vast difference in the first season as opposed to the third season even halfway through the second season because the music starts to change we start to get this music that we know we understand and it it was really a huge and a big pop you know part of pop culture at the time, and then mm-hmm. by the time we get to the third season, it's like okay, we are full on eighties. And I think when most people think about the eighties, they think about that that time period between eighty four and eighty six. That's like all the movies we remember, pretty much majority of them from the eighties. They come from that little time period from eighty four mm-hmm. to uh, to eighty six. Yeah. Everything you possibly think of, whether it's Ghostbusters, I mean, just all of it, you know, Never Ending Story, Goonies, all of them. They're yeah. all from that time time period for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, um, I get that sense, too. Like, I mean, th- it seems like there were the whole 80s, um, you know, they they get a lot going with that. But yeah. that that's in, that that middle part like that, it seems like 1985. Yeah, everything happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, like it was like there's before and there's after this. And there's nothing else. Like there's the year before this, there's the year after this, and 
That's it. Right, right, right. This <laughs> I was, think this was after eighty six. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. it's like the breakfast. Was, the, the what do they call it? The the Breakfast Club. What do they call them? The um, the Brat Pack. The Brat Pack. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know they. You know it. It sort of went from um, kind of the Goonies, right, to mm-hmm. the Brat mm-hmm. Pack. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like it, you know everybody. It was relating to the twelve year olds. And then all yep, of a sudden, yep. everyone was relating to this 17-year-old Ferris Bueller's Day Off moment. Um, which, you know, it's all good. I mean, yeah, I, you yeah. know, I enjoy all of that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, love, I, I just but love that, that movie. Stand By <laughs> Me Too, that was a part of, you know, kind of like right after that little time period, too. It was, yeah. it, was, you know, it was like that transition. It was one of those transition movies, too. Yeah. One time period to another. Exactly. It's like that that period where, you know, the kids are about 12. Yeah. And um, just like it actually, it actually, you know, if you watch Stand By Me, it um, it's actually spoken. It's like there's nothing like your friends that you have when you were 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, there's something about that time period that is just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and Stranger Things really, really took from um, Stand By Me as well mm-hmm. whether it was the railroad track walking down you know mm-hmm. with uh steve and dustin there's just so many callbacks to so many just little small details here or there it just they really picked out of a lot of the movies from those um from the time period one of the things for me and you know what really drew me in was the parallels to et which is at the very top of the show as soon as mm-hmm. you see at the very beginning you know the panning down to the and then you have the aliens references where you have the um, the uh, scientists. They're going around in, in the lab, uh, you know, the part of the lab that's, um, that's being overtaken by the upside down. Or at the very beginning of the show, you know, the opening scene where you have the scientists running down the hall and you have the, you know, the monster, which we now know is the uh, Demogorgon. He, you know, he's chasing him down. There's some uh, alien... Um, things there within that whole scene that just i'm like okay this is this has got me in it's like almost the way the the camera like just gradually goes into the uh the elevator and the doors it opens up and he's just running through and it's like okay we're we're here we're full on and then it goes into the scene where the boys are in the you know, in the basement playing D and D, which that was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is this has got me. Dungeons jumping dirty. on bikes and you know, yeah, that was totally me. I, I get that. I'm like, okay, I get. And then that music starts queuing up, and it's like, okay, I'm getting all the feels right now. It's like, yeah, this, this is my. That, <laughs> that's the, I think that's the thing. I mean, not only did it give you a compelling story that you just episode after episode you want to see what happens next. But it tapped into your emotions. Um, right, right. I think it's particularly if you're a man or, or a boy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like uh, they really, they were very good with getting all of that. Um, that's jolts your memory. Yeah. yeah. And it really gets that. you emotionally. Uh, they and w- combining that with a with an effective story. I mean, that's 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 a it's a winning show for that. Um, you know, a lot of shows they can give you a compelling story where you can't stop watching it week after week, but you're not emotional about it. Like you know, it's not right. It's right. not you know, it's not getting you in your feelings. It's just oh, I just want to see what happens next. It's 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 a really um 
feat that they were able to accomplish both. Yeah. I don't know too many shows that can take a two-year hiatus every two years and and still have, you know, especially in this society now that we have of instant gratification. Right. I don't see any show surviving that. And for them, now granted, we've had a, you know, pandemic in the middle of it, which, you know, gives it an extra year for an excuse. But, Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, this show would have been dead in the water, even with the fanfare that it's had. But for this show to have this type of fanship is just it's ridiculous it's almost unseen it's like almost to the level of star wars as far as it's it's fan it's fan base it's ridiculous because they're looking at you know so i'm sitting here looking you know i'm sitting here in my office and i'm sitting here looking at uh books and and and, and funko pops and you know looking at toys that i can get <laughs> and, and i'm thinking i'm like this stuff is sitting right next to all these collectibles that I have in this huge uh, one foot and a half Darth Vader, you know, <laughs> you know, toy that I have up here. You know, like the stuff sitting right next to that stuff. It's like, wow. It's like, I didn't realize that, you know, it's like when you go and look on the store shelves and you see that same stuff, it's like, this has totally gotten into pop culture. And I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I think this is, it's only going to be a fifth season, but they're already planning um, spinoffs of mm-hmm. certain characters. So I'm like, this is going to be here, you know. It's here to stay. For a while. It, yeah, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's like Bridgerton, you know. It's, right. It's, they want, they, you know, you got, people got a taste of it, and they just, all they, they just want more. They got to have it. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> they need to the taste for, it, right? You know, give the people yeah. what they want. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I will say I hope <laughs> I hope they don't try to squeeze out yeah show than they should. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I hope they don't start jumping the shark don't just to feed the masses. Exactly. Um yeah. Yeah. you know, one of my shows that I've always loved is Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know they ended the show where they could have probably continued on, um, and it's fine. It's really good that they didn't try to continue right. on because you want to go out on top. <laughs> want to make sure that yeah. you whatever your goal was at the beginning of the show, you accomplish it, and you just That's let it. that be it. That's um, it. And I'm I'm. I don't, I can't say I, I have a clear perspective on what is, you know, what they wanted going into Stranger Things. You probably do reading the books, um, what they yeah. wanted to accomplish by the end of it. But well, they talk um, about it a little bit, yeah, in some of the, um, in some of the books they talk about, especially the, um, the retro guide one, the one that I just read the entirety of. Um, yeah, they, they go into some of that, the Duffer Brothers, and they initially, they, they, you know, the the first season because they shopped this around. Um, like I've said several times before, they they've shopped this around to different networks and nobody was biting. And Netflix was like, you know, and Sean Levy, he was like, I'll take a chance on you. But at the time, he was only doing uh, movies with his studio. He's like, I'll take a chance on it. So he became producer and the Duffer Brothers, and he um he saw a little other movie that that they had uh, done and written for and saw that he liked their writing style. And he's like, well, I'll, you know, I'll take a chance on, on this. And they got into it and 
they um they really did something great, but they only thought it was going to be a one series thing that it was done because the way it was tied up, it was, you know, it's like, wait a minute, you know, because they were going to, you know, basically the way the story ended was, was Eleven was going to <clears> die <throat> at the end, which she did. Mm. So they were like, we got to find a way to bring her back because she was really big. Mm-hmm. The, you know, she was huge. So they were like, how can we bring this back and, you know, still keep the quality of the show up? Now, I will say that even to this day, season one is still my favorite of all the seasons. I will yeah. still say that. But yeah. there are some great moments and some great episodes in uh, the other um, the other seasons. But I would yeah. say definitely season one is definitely the best because you can tell they just had an end game at the very beginning of this and they just wanted this to be a limited series, which of course they're like, nope, you got to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but they, you know, they're, they're quality writers. And, but I'm, I'm so glad, you know, I, if we can say anything positive, if anything at all positive came out of, um, out of a worldwide pandemic <laughs> which, <laughs> which there are a lot of you know positive things you know some people died you know things like that you know but really really dark in here but i would say that they said they had some uh, some extra time to really think about things because they were going to stop it at season four and they're like no we're going to write a complete story all the way out through a fifth season and end it there, and there won't be any more after that. So we know, you know, definitively that there's not going to be any more than five seasons. Okay. So they had time to sit down for an entire year and think about some things, rewrite some things, fully, mm-hmm. completely, flesh everything completely out, mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is our end game. We're done here. Okay. So never, yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's good. Because it I is. Felt like, uh... Because mm-hmm. I felt like in season two and even maybe a part of season three, it was, you know, they had an idea, but it was like, oh, my God, we're popular now. We had to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We had to write something. And we had to make it match with that first season. And yeah. how do we do that? And we're on these time constraints now. It's like, you know, we have to pump this stuff out. We have to get these, you know, these kids in front of the, you know, in front of the um, in front of the uh, small screen, big screen, whatever you want to say it. Yeah. And you know, before they start aging out, and yeah, I know that's them. that's a big one. Yeah. You know, they're not doing animation here. These kids grow. And... Right. You can see. <laughs> you can know, see them. Big difference between the kids in season one and even going into season two. And right. I'm going to say even <clears throat> by the end, of, b- the beginning of season three and towards the end. It's like, wait a minute, these kids have grown yeah. over, a, over a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get, Absolutely. If you watch it at the very beginning of the first episode and watch that last episode, that last scene, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And you won't be able to unsee it. I'm sorry, I've ruined it for everybody now. <laughs> but you'll see. it's like, wow. But yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, that's a big part of it. But I'm... If the you know I've I've noticed this like if writers are given the space and they have an intention 
and they stay true to their vision and they're able to be consistent. They actually keep the same people together. Um, you know, you can expect really great things. Yeah. And I, I'm, you know, listening to you talk about how they went into writing um, these seasons with this, you know, clear intention. I'm really optimistic. Like I'm excited. I'm sure yeah. um, they're going to get those emotions going and, I'm sure they're going to get that humor in. And that's another thing about it. Um, it's really funny. <laughs> like a lot of the right, stuff, as, right. as, as dark as some of this stuff can be, yeah. they find a way to include humor where it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> like Steve comes in and it's right. like, <laughs> it's like, we really needed that. Thanks. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. getting dark. <laughs> yes. That is, that, oh, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I feel so, late to his character on so many levels yeah you know like okay that that would be me in that situation definitely yeah exactly yeah so you know if they're able to keep that same balance going um if if you can't lose it's gonna be great i'm excited yeah Yeah. i you know i'm sitting here and i'm thinking about okay uh, you know what what episodes that i did not you know that i did like and didn't like and uh, i don't know if there's any episodes that i didn't like it's just maybe uh, i don't know not what i was necessarily looking for in a particular episode but i don't know i, I know yeah. there are definitely ones that i love like there was the um the episode the body um in season one that was probably one of the most emotional moments in the uh in the show when they find the you know the body of, body. Uh, of well yeah in the core which turned out not to be so much, you know. Right. I know we're, you know, most people, you know, I'm covering season um, season one, episode one. That's what we're supposed to be covering. But most people, because I've done this backwards, I started with season, uh, season three and did all of season three. And I'm going back, <laughs> which, which I guess everybody pretty much knows what's going on so we can kind of like talk freely about Mm -hmm. a lot of of this stuff because most people you know they're like can you go back and do a season one you know go and do a season two i'm like okay yeah i'll I'll do that and i wanted to kind of like do some little um episodes where you know it was just about the the books so i'm gonna so once i finish with the uh, first season and second season um maybe by that time no, I'm not too sure but maybe by that time we'll actually have a new season of Stranger Things and right after I've covered that I'll jump right back into the um into the books again that'll give me a chance to go through you know all of the books that I have mm-hmm. on my shelf and you know acquire some more graphic mm-hmm. novels. how many are there there's <laughs> like there's like 20 comic books and there's like I think there's 16 graphic novels one comes out um march 22nd i think the 17th and that's on um erica sinclair um lucas's little sister erica which i absolutely love in this show <laughs> she's gonna have her own yeah so so they're all like getting their own separate uh stories and then they all um connect to one another it's like they're okay all, it's like you get all these separate stories and they all um what is the word I'm looking for? They all intersect. Or... Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. intersect together and they create this complete story. It's like you're watching this little mini series and you're watching it from these different 
perspectives. And then at the end, it's like, oh, wait a minute. They were all connected. Mm-hmm. There was a show, uh, another show I watched on Netflix. It's, it's, a, um, it's a zombie show. It's called Black Summer. And it shows the, um, it shows the story from the different perspectives and then at the very end it's like you get it's like oh wait a minute that was because this was happening we just didn't see it on camera but when they turn it around and you see it from this different perspective i'm like okay that's fun yeah 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 it's like you see this person driving down the road and then there'll be this other person on the side and you didn't see them but then they'll show that person walking on the side of the road and you'll see that same car pass by it's like oh, okay, oh I that's where that is yeah 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 so that's kind of like how the you know how the um, graphic novels work mm. okay Which so they good. they get into all the characters then that's why there's yeah. so many yeah yeah so it's yeah. gonna be fun it's gonna be fun yeah yeah, you know and that's the word i would say that best describes this even though it's kind of dark and you know it's death and you know, some of the deaths are actually really sad, but the show is fun, isn't it? It's yeah. it's a really fun show. I mean, um, it's escapism. Yeah, it um, is. You know, not only do you get to be twelve again, but you get to chase monsters or right. you know, you know, I, I, this is one it's of the really, turn It's on. really fun. Right, right. I just turned this on, and I'm like, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm, right. I'm in a comfort place. Yeah, you, you're getting a combination of Stephen King, Stephen Spielberg, you know, all you know you're getting, all you're getting all, right? Stand by me, Firestarter. I mean, Firestarter. I was actually watching Firestarter the other night. Have you seen um, the new trailer for the new movie that have come out? All oh, that's that's great. Yeah. One movie. Um, Firestarter. Is there yeah. a new Firestarter? Yeah, it's going to be a new Firestarter. Um, they just had a trailer drop like four days ago, I think. Yeah. Shut up, really? Yeah, yeah. It that's is, cool. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah, I was, you know, I was watching that. I'm like, you know, this holds up. Like, everything doesn't hold up. You know, you watch some things in hindsight, and it's like, ugh. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it holds up. One of the things that keeps it, uh, like, Drew Barrymore's acting as a child, you know. It's like, ooh. Yeah. You know, yeah. this could have been super cheesy. And I'm sure some people still think it's cheesy. But um, I find, I mean, the acting was pretty compelling. I mean, you had George C. Scott in there, and you know, you have Martin Sheen in there, and, and uh, yep. it's yep. pretty, it's good. I mean, of yep. course, it's it's a popcorn flick, right? It's you know, oh, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but it holds up. It, it stayed entertaining. I was entertained, yeah. um, and I mean, you can't miss, you know, the 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 um, the eleven, you know, coming from that that of same, course. you of know, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You, they did such a great job of picking up um, new films and all these yeah. different filmmakers and um, making room for all of them. Not a hot mess. Yeah. Because um, it, it could have been. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It could have gone terribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been a complete yeah. mess, what they were trying to do. But, man. They they pulled it off. It's really it's a really good show. Yeah, I I can't believe you know it's gotten as much fanfare as it has. You know, well, you know what I I take that back. I can because it's it's yeah. a really I think it's a really well made show, and that just goes to show you when you make something and you really think about what you're making and you just go and 
dive into you know whatever subject you're diving into and you do the research behind it and you you know put some forethought and you have an end game because i think a lot of shows nowadays they don't have an end game and yeah, that's and that's a problem because it's like they, it's almost like they didn't expect the pilot to get picked up and then it did right. and now they're like oh what do i do right and they just right. start doing stuff right Right. And they, you know, it's like they're making it up as they go along. You know, every week right. we're watching, waiting for an answer. Like we don't know either. We're we're figuring it out. It's and like, you feel it feels like that. It feels like that. You know, it's like this isn't going anywhere, is it? You guys are with out. the end in mind. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> it. that's it. It's like you do that. You know, you go yeah with the end in mind, and then once you do that, then you can create your story throughout right you know throughout the entirety of the series and and that's what they were able to do because they didn't know if it was going to get picked up after the first after the first season again you know they just didn't Mm -hmm. know if netflix was going to have them come back but they were like but if we do then you know this is what we can do this is what you know but then it was just the time constraint like i said i think that was what it's like okay we got to do this really quickly we can't sit on this for extra year which they were able to do you know Mm -hmm. with you know, with the ex- um, yeah, with the fourth and fifth season, which was which is a good thing because it's like if you felt some any kind of way about season two and three, it's like now you're gonna get this show that goes back to I guess its roots on and it can end the way it began with seasons four and five. So that's I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna hurt a little bit when they wrap it up. You know. Oh, it's um, you know they're gonna make it hurt. I, you know, you know they are. Yeah, um, they're gonna do their very best to make us miserable in the end. Um, but ultimately, I'm. I think this show was gonna close out with everyone feeling. Well, I hope everyone feeling like uh, this show accomplished its goal, whatever that was. I think so. I think so. Yeah, you know, yeah. some shows leave people really irritated. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very unhappy with the way things end. Um, but that goes back. Yeah, that's why I brought up Breaking Bad. Um, I don't feel like anyone who watches anyone who's watched Breaking Bad um, or knows about the show can watch the end of it and feel like they just the the ending is so disappointing and awful. You kind of the whole show was moving toward that, and mm-hmm. it it mm-hmm. had the intention mm-hmm. in the beginning to end that way, and. They stuck to their intention, which is why no one left yep. feeling angry or disappointed. That's and it. it seems like that's what we're going with this. No one's going to, you know, leave the show feeling angry and disappointed. And we'll look forward to the spinoffs with these grown children. Like adults. Let's do a spinoff. Let's, let's do a spinoff. Let's, let's end the show. You know, it fast forwards into you know the year 1989 and <laughs> it's 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 new year's you know it's it, it's new year's eve and they're doing their last doing the 90s now you know and then they they basically pass on the baton to kids that go into the 90s and we have that whole pop culture thing and then let's, yeah let's do that well and have them since the um since the directors creators and writers of the show they actually that was closer to a time where they were actually born so they're mm-hmm. like they can really you know 
I am already getting that vibe, like the '90s are coming back. Like there's, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? There's yeah. this show on Netflix called Dear White People, yeah. and the yeah. the last season was just '90s, like a '90s musical. It was like an homage to the '90s, and um, it's like it, I'm noticing that the kids, people from a certain age group. Mm-hmm are looking back at, you know, they're looking at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and um, they're looking at... 20-year-olds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're looking at a lot of these shows and a lot of this music. Uh-huh. <laughs> looking at a lot of this music and they're like, it's it's like, oh, this is cool and new and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they even had that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um, on, on, on Peacock coming out. Yeah, it's like the you? 90s, it's it's happening. Like, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not hating on it, I mean... You know, I it's cool. It just seems like it was. Oh my gosh, it seems too soon for me or something. I don't well, know. I, I don't know anything about that. I was born in the uh, early two uh, thousands, but yeah, it so, seems too <laughs> right. So not true. It's like too soon, but yeah, it's happening. It's like the nineties are cool, oh, and I'm like, be- oh my god, the hammer pants—they're oh, not yeah. cool, you guys. Oh, I, I'm- <laughs> My daughter, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But then, you know, this is cool. This is new. I'm like, no, it's not. It had to move, you know, it was next step to the skinny jeans. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The skinny jeans couldn't last forever. I'm surprised the skinny jeans have lasted as long as they have. Oh, I I was surprised. You can't sit down. I've never, you know what I mean? You can't get your ankles in and out of your pants. I've never worn Um, them for several reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But she knew. I was yeah. just surprised that this is happening. I remember. I will never forget this. There was this Levi commercial years ago where this really thin girl was just walking, and the, the camera was like looking at her from like they were shooting her up, and she was just walking along in these tight, tight jeans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is not happening. Like that is not going. Like for women who have thighs. And you know, men who have stuff. This is <laughs> what's the you know, this is not happening. Yeah, yeah. You guys aren't doing this now. And no, it absolutely no. that was the precursor. It happened. The skinny yeah. jeans totally happened. And I just was like, I cannot believe it. And they stuck around. Um, so I mean, I feel comfortable saying, Okay, yeah, it's yeah, hammer pants, baggy, you know. I guess that's the answer, but you know, it it couldn't last forever. Something else has to happen, and uh, yeah, hammer pants. Let me tell you, if you ever want clothes. to, if you ever want to know what's going on fashion wise, just walk into the uh, fashion, you know, clothing department section of Target. <laughs> just go in there, and you will see all. These I started seeing '90s stuff about a year ago. And I'm like the flower dresses and the, the neon baggies and the neons. I'm like, what is all what this is stuff? happening, you guys? Wow. Why yes. are you doing this? Biking shorts, even like, the hair. Have shorts. you noticed like flat tops? <laughs> What's that? Have you seen flat tops? Like, have yeah. you seen that happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. and these shoulder pads. I'm like, please don't do shoulder pads. I'll just please don't, <laughs> don't do it, please. <laughs> Please, no that shoulder pads. Phrase, I think it it, it died. Oh out. no! That was, no, no. Kind of skipped over that the first time around, but uh, it's like, and then it was this weird time where there was seventies, eighties, and nineties that was mixed all together in the um 
in the early 2010s, you know, around that time, it was like this weird, you know, amalgamation of a whole bunch of different things going on. Oh like in the 70s, is the 80s, is the 90s, we don't know. It's like grunge. No, it's 80s now. So people are gonna be wearing gas station shirts again. Oh, and it's yeah. like, oh my god, you guys. Well, the baseball, you know, the baseball um tees <laughs> from, from the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, I used lordy, to wear those. Lordy, things. lordy, you gonna start wearing your pants backwards? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> He's like, gonna do it all, ain't you? He's do doing it, all of it. It's like too soon, you guys. You guys can come, <laughs> please come with your own stuff. Don't do this to me. <laughs> no, the only but you know, our parents, right? I, I must I, I say, know. I must say though, I I I have brought the overalls back already. Um, you know, I've been doing that. That's my stuff. The overalls. I I rocked the overalls in the nineties and. Um, they're, they're, I don't, you know, have one buckle unbuckled, like one side undone. Um, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, but yeah. I am, I am wearing the overalls. Um, if I just keep in mind that when everybody's wearing overalls, getting I'm, I did it before. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was I doing it before. With, with Timberland with Hawaiian shirts and and. And Hawaiian shirts, Hawaiian shirts, Magnum PI. Yes, with with <laughs> with these with these yeah, uh, with with yeah. Timberland boots and you know and these uh, no. Lugs boots. No, it was an, it was an influence coming no. from uh, Miami Vice coming from New York, and I would see so many different things. It's like people weren't doing that here, so I did it in uh, high school. It's like, and then and then I started seeing. It's like no one else was doing that. No one else was doing that. And then I, mm-hmm. you know, start seeing everyone else doing. It. I'm like, see, I brought it here. I swear I did. Because no one else was doing it. No one else. Was doing it. I swear to you, no one else. It was still the Stay Flow um, uh, jeans that weren't baggy at this time. All like the, I don't know if that was like a local thing here, but everyone would press, like press their jeans to no end. I mean, it was just ridiculous. It's like, how do you even get in those things? They're so stuck. <laughs> You know what I mean? It was just like, what? Yeah, no, I don't know if that made it to Cali. Um, yeah, I yeah, know. I think I that was maybe more of an East Coast thing. I don't know. <laughs> we not, it's too hot for all that. Like, yeah. Well, that was only, <laughs> that was you know the, that was only in the fall, right? It was fall. You see that, and then you know, it, of course, it was khakis, and of course, when I brought the Hawaiian shirts, everybody was wearing khakis with mm-hmm. Hawaiian shirts, you know, with uh with uh Tim boots, which I wasn't a huge, huge fan of and until I was and then you know, until I started seeing, hey, wait a minute, there's there's different colors. There's browns and all these other ones. And yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. I, I rocked them boots, I did. I rocked them with the overalls. I did. <laughs> it's like do that. The Timberlands and stuff. And then I would yeah, get the Daredevil glasses, the, the you know, the red, the blue and the <laughs> It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a hot mess. Oh, it's a hot mess. Yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fried. Yes. Push it back, you guys. Please don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No pedal pushers, please. Oh. We're showing our age. We're showing our age. I'm showing it so that I can impart wisdom, children. Please don't do it. <laughs> no there fluorescence. Will be, there will be. Leave the fluorescence alone. Fluorescence colors don't do them. Please. <laughs> you will not like how they look on Insta. Okay? 
They will be yes. Don't now, do it. And now there is a social media trail. So you know, when we're doing all this stuff, not so much. Not so much. Don't, you're not gonna. You're not gonna like it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is forever. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. Now I will say this: that whole thing with your midsection out, like your your midriffs. Now, if you are little and you're cute and all of that, take mm-hmm. the pictures. That's that's my advice to you. If you got that cute little midsection, because you know that's nineties too, everybody's belly is out. Oh, of course, yeah. If you got that cute little midsection going, take them pictures, hold them, cherish them. You know what I mean? Love them. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna. It this too shall pass. <laughs> my daughter wants to wear that stuff. I'm like. You know, she just turned seventeen. I'm like, oh, oh, no. Oh, there. It's the thing though. They're all the bellies are all out again. I know it's happening. Just, just stop. Just, I just, know. Just stop. I'm a dad. It's, I'm a dad. I, I understand, but With guns. it's it's it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Like, oh, <laughs> it's everywhere. You know, you know, you sound like those Victorian, near Victorian era people that don't show your ankles. It's like. <sighs> Okay, what is that gonna do? It's not gonna change anything. I know, I know. know. All the girls, seeing the girl's belly out is like seeing her shoulder out. It doesn't mean anything. They're all out. (laughs) All the belly. Everybody's doing it. Doesn't mean it's right. But no one's caring. It's like you know what I mean. It's like maybe there's one point that's scandalizing. The boys. I mean, they they don't. They're they're gonna care no matter what. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. It's like you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's just so common now. It's just like it's it is it is what it is. It's here. It's done. So, so if murdering is common, is it okay? That's, that's are we comparing? Are we comparing midriff exposure I'm, to I'm, murder? I'm just trying to get my point. Is that where we're doing midriff just exposure? To... Just uh, you know, midriff below, like from belly button to like I don't know your hips. You know, this is murder. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Talking about fashions, they I had know. a lot of fashion changes in um in Stranger Things too, right? <laughs> oh my god! You know, I must say, I I the eighties clothes. I'll take the nineties. <laughs> I'll take the eighties. I'll take the nineties. I will. I some of the stuff from the, from the eighties, I just cannot believe it. Like this, the the one that kills me are the the pumps with the socks. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. no! It's you like why? Would, and then the side, the side ponytails with the the in the front with the back out, like the little half ponytail to the side. You, you know, it's pumps? like oh my God. Okay, okay, we need no. We need to go back to the pumps. We need to go back to the pumps. The pumps. No, the socks. we don't you have to do that at all. You would, at you wouldn't all, wear the pumps ever. The socks. You wouldn't wear we the pumps. We don't ever socks. have to do that again. <laughs> You wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. We I can move completely on to see that. Right? No, we're, it is all good. I'm getting some visuals. I'm those ugly sweaters <laughs> with the colors. The all those ugly sweaters with all those terrible colors on them. Oh, Please. Now you don't talk about the Pill Cosby. Um. Well, the girls will wear them. The girls are wearing these. Yeah. You know okay. these horrible. They're, and they're like. The colors aren't even vibrant. They're like kind of washed out colors. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like it looks like, oh like my imagine. god, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one looks good in these sweaters. It is not. It doesn't look. No one's body is it doesn't matter. It looks good. Yeah. In any of these sweaters, but everyone was wearing them with skirts, jean skirts with lace and ruffles in the back, and or, pumps and or, socks. 
or they will wear them with the um, what is it the um, the old leather <laughs> mini skirts. Oh I would see that. Sometimes. God, <laughs> those tight little mini skirts, Lord. Yes. Yes. It was yes no. 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 <laughs> no. I'll take I'll take the overalls with the Timberlands any day. Clearly, because that's what I'm wearing again. Okay. Yep. <laughs> right. You're trying to bring that back. I already did. I are too late. I already. I already brought it back. That's done. Everybody you're brought, brought okay, it back. Yeah. You modeling that? That's what you're. I, I don't know. Well, you know. Let me rephrase that. I it never went anywhere. I never stopped. I started that, and <laughs> it's just it's you know it's here to stay. It's what's yeah. up. That's yeah. you know there, there's things that are like style because you know the moment for this was the style, and then there's things that are just fashion. And um, for me, polos never went away. Just, no, this never, you know, that's, fa- you know, that's fashion. Yeah, they've um, they've gotten maybe smaller, you know, that that will fit me, you know, better. Do you pop the collar up though, you're not uh, doing that, are you? You're not popping the collar up, no, and you're not putting no. a sweater around your 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 like your shoulders, like taking now, a sweater and then tying it around your shoulders. That's more, that's that's more. You're not doing it though, yuppie. you're not doing that. That's yuppie. please. That's that's, that's just say yuppie. no, you, you didn't say no yet. <laughs> You're That's not doing that. Days. No. Okay, great. Just making sure. I would have just... never done that. Anyway. Okay, I That's just needed just... to clear that up because <laughs> you didn't say no quick enough. <laughs> That's more. You're the, walking uh, around with these sweaters around. I would have been more punk rock had I been a teen back. You know, I was a teen. Yeah, okay. more close to a teen towards the end of the year. So you put your sweater around your waist like a man. No. Well, no, no, I didn't put it anywhere. I didn't wear it. So Wait, where you carrying your skateboard around? I didn't wear it. Yeah, I, with your I Converse. Yeah, and your I hat back and your baseball cap backwards. No, I had Adidas. I had Adidas. That was my thing. Adidas was and with laces, laces or no laces. I was, I was basically Adidas, uh, whatever graphic tee or just a regular plain tee with jeans. Okay, that's it. That was baggy me. or tight. Ah, uh, tight. <sighs> And now I'm thinking back, and I would get all of these uh, offers. Now I'm knowing. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> you it's see, coming back to me now. Yeah. This okay. is this is one of the reasons I prefer the '90s. I liked the baggy clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I still kind of do. Um, I think part of it is because I like you're saying. You know, I just don't want the attention. I don't want to be bothered. Right. <laughs> So I kind of liked hiding behind the baggy clothes. You know. Are you hiding? Are you hiding? Yeah. A little bit. Little because, little. you know, women don't want to get bothered all the time. Right, right. I know. I know. I know all about being bothered, right? No. <laughs> Not at all. It's true, though. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I mean, you know, in the, they had them ugly sweaters in the 80s, but then you had to wear with them skirts. And then that was all trouble. Well, I was too young for any of that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was in the '90s. I was old enough for trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I'm a little bit older, so I, I get to. <laughs> I got to all of that. But you back in my day, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. It was ridiculous. I was I was barely old enough for trouble in the '90s. Like I was like jailbait trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't have no business, but, but there was trouble. Like if I, you know, like you're talking about your daughter, she couldn't be walking around her belly out that's me in the 90s I, I wasn't old enough to where mm-hmm. no one could tell me what to wear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's a it's a really, I think fashion it it really played a big part in the show itself. And especially oh, for sure. Season, the first season it was like, okay, we're gonna you know, this is sterile. The early eighties, and we haven't gotten to that you know mid point yet, and it just just kind of like you know it's understated in the first season. You know, you have the little slight punk rock things. Of course, you have the the yuppie look with Steve and Nancy, which their their look com- looks completely changed going into like the latter part of the second season, going to third, and then it's like just completely goes off the rails. And the third season is like, nope, yeah. this is what this is what it is. I do like uh, Nancy and uh, Steve's. No, not not Nancy and Steve. It's um Nancy and Jonathan. When they go into the, uh, going to the, um, what is it? It's like a little thrift store, and they're looking for things to kill the uh, monster with. Mm-hmm. And they go in, and they have their little back and forth. I, I love that. That whole little, it's like a little montage or whatever. It's yeah. Like, they're going, I love that. And it's like the music is playing in the background. But yeah, I, I really, I don't know. It, it just, it's just so many layers to this show. I just, I mean, we could sit here and talk about this forever, forever, right? That's so true. Yeah, just what, you know, just the music and, you know, which I was, when I was going back and looking at season one and, and the, um, the retro ride to the 80s, um, it's talking about music and, you know, basically an entire chapter It's talking about the music. And what I realized is a lot of the music that we know for the eighties, it really wasn't even played in the first season and that was on purpose, but in the second and third season that completely changes. And they tried to get rights to Michael Jackson's thriller for the second season, especially being, you know, set around Halloween time, but they just, they just couldn't get it. They just couldn't, mm. get, they couldn't get it. And they were like, they, were, they did everything from every which way they just couldn't do it. But yeah. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to add to this before we wrap up? <laughs> yeah, no, I think, uh, I think we've done well. I think so. This Your is fun. Time, you know, stranger things. I'm definitely going to do that. This was really fun. Yes. Definitely. Especially with the new season. Like, um, there's, there's going to be a lot to unpack. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so what are you, so, okay. Before, so before we go, what are you, what do you like, what do you want? Like some questions answered? Like, what are you looking forward to? What are some things you want answered or what are you expecting? Well, um, you know, uh, there's Hopper. I would like to see, um, Hopper's personal life kind of evolve. They're getting um, to that from what I've heard. Right. Yeah. I'd like to see that evolve. Um, he's been, you know, he's the poor guy. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. He can't get a break. And right. it would be nice to see something evolve for him. I'd say that, first of all. Um, um, you know, and Eleven, you know, she doesn't have any real foundation. She's kind of starting over. Right. Um, right. And there has to be some direction for her. She yeah. can't just float between these families and kind of be this odd man out, <laughs> you know, with all these powers and, you know. Um, right. Which she doesn't have them at the end of the. Right. That's, well, yeah. 
and um, she's in California now. So right. So right? there has there has to be some direction for her. There has to be some path. Um, so I'd like to see that evolve. What about yeah. you? I, I you know what I I'm really looking forward to that. You know they you know to seeing Eleven evolve within the show and definitely uh, Hopper. I'm what I'm looking forward with 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 him is seeing how they portray what I know that's already in the books on screen. Mm-hmm. Because I know they're going to dive into his history. I already know that mm-hmm. um, from a couple sources I've talked to and some things that I've seen. That's one of the things that they're going to really dive into this season. Mm-hmm. So especially with him being off in Russia, I think it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of different things and different areas they can go, but I'm most definitely looking forward to that. And eleven, it seems like, especially in the um the trailer that we saw, it seems as if um as if she is in school now, and she's in a classroom and she's having, uh, I guess, a semi-normal interaction with other classmates so i don't know what is changed or what that's about or when that even takes place maybe that's in episode one or the final episode i don't know but it it looks like you know maybe she's adjusting you know to being normal as normal as that can possibly be for her right so yeah, i don't know but of course you know there's no show if we don't have enormous right challenges. right like i said i don't, I don't know so, if episode one, we'll the final episode and we've gotten all these answers we're not gonna just have a, a season of normalcy <laughs> right it's ridiculous like, what are we doing it's like is this just an 80s retro look I, I, oh no of course this, you know <laughs> they'll give it to us yeah 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 and uh, yeah and i'm looking to see uh, where they go with uh will's sexuality Mm. in this because he is the only one that hasn't had a girlfriend right Mm. now we've already had the introduction of another character right so I'm looking forward so they've already done that so I'm looking forward to that to seeing where they go with that so I think they're going Mm. to explore that I really do very cool yeah I think so Okay, exciting. Yeah. And I'm looking to see what they do with Erica. <laughs> she signed on, and, and from what I'm hearing, she's supposed to have a huge role this year. Yeah, you know, she had a big role in the last season, you know, you know, bigger than, say, season two, where they, you know, they just showed her for a few scenes, you know, making fun of uh, Lucas. <laughs> you know, in his Ghostbusters yeah. costume, right? Yeah. So they made yeah, little sister. Like, yeah, so she's definitely in the mix now, and you know, and uh, what's uh, what is her name? Um, Maya. Um, that's her real name in real life. I'm trying to remember her name. Um, she worked with Steve and uh, Chips Ahoy or whatever. I can't remember. Isn't, yeah, I know what you mean. Uma yeah. Thurman's daughter. Yeah, 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 there you go, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I'm with Thurman Ethan Hawk's daughter. I'm trying to remember her name on the show. That's her name. Just kidding. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We'll, we'll go with that. Everybody else is like, what are you talking about? Sorry. How are you a host of a Stranger Things podcast and you don't even know the name of one of the characters? See, this is what happens when you get older and it gets late. This is what happens. <laughs> These things happen. 
Yeah, yeah. Let me see. I'm I'm curious about what happens with her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what is it'll be fun. It's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me if I don't. It'll it'll come to you. (laughs) It'll come to me. It'll come to you. I'll be in bed and I'll jump up. That's her name. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens. That's what happens. Of course it does. I know. (laughs) Don't remind us. Yeah, yeah. Those are definitely some things I'm looking forward to. I, I don't know where the show is going to go because it goes so many different places. And I'm kind of glad that they got out of uh, Hawkins, Indiana a little bit, at least, you know, majority of the characters. Well, they had to. It wouldn't make any sense if they just stayed <clears throat> there and all these horrible things keep happening. Over <laughs> right, right, right. It's like this town of, you know, 2,000 people, all these things are constantly happening. I'm like, you think you okay. might want to move somewhere else, maybe? Yeah, it's like you might want to go somewhere else. I was thinking yeah. we were going to go to uh, Chicago, but um, because of... It's too cold. Yeah, yeah, it's too cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's too cold even for me. <laughs> and I love it cold. But yeah, that I think that's a... um, That was a good choice, kind of like just completely changing the... uh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I would agree with that. I I like the scenery in Cali. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to so many things. So many things. I could go on on and on and on about that. But at some point, uh, we got to end this wonderful conversation we're having and pick it up at definitely another time. For sure. This was fun. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for coming on. And I will see you on the next episode. We're going to do... You know what? Let's do two and three. Episode two and three. And we'll kind of like loosely talk about like like we did on this and cover it. Maybe Uh, jump into it next time. Alrighty. Sounds like a plan. We'll do that. All right. What's your name? Where can they find you? Crystal. My name is Crystal McCory. I'm on Instagram. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) You guys know me. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Thanks again for having me on. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Missing one frightened little girl. Name Bettina Miller. Description six years of age. Average height and build. Light brown hair, quite pretty. Last seen being tucked in bed by her mother a few hours ago. Last heard, aye, there's the rub, as Hamlet put it. For Bettina Miller can be heard quite clearly, despite the rather curious fact that she can't be seen at all. Present location, let's say for the moment, in the twilight zone. What are you looking for? The opening, maybe. The opening to what? I'm not sure, Ruth. It was as if you were going to step on her. No. Maybe not every single inch. Take it easy. I just 
opening. To what? I think to another dimension. Another what? I don't know if I'm right, but I can't think of anything else. Tina must have fallen out of bed, accidentally rolled under, and gone through. And that's where Mac went too, huh? Probably sensed it. Animals are sharper about these things than humans. He knew she was in there and went after her. Then why can't we? No. We don't know what's in there. My daughter's in there. I know that, Ruth. But we can't. Well, for crying out loud, she's right here. All we have to do is reach in and pull her out. If it was as simple as that, why hasn't Mac found her yet? No. That's what I think. It's kind of a gap opening on another dimension. Probably the fourth dimension. It just wouldn't be laid out like our world, Chris. Well, there must be something we can do. You got a, a crayon, a piece of chalk. Just see how big this thing is. Bill, I just don't understand. Understand The third dimension is just a step below the fourth, Chris. It's a, it's a big step, granted, but it's just one step. Now, every point in our space is part of a perpendicular line, and the dimension. So? So. Although all the lines forming the fourth dimension are perpendicular to every point in the third, they're not necessarily parallel to us. But if enough of the lines are parallel in both dimensions in a given area, might create an opening. Why has this opening always been here? It might have been. I doubt it, though. Believe me, I'm no expert on this.
anymore. What? Oh, no.